Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. We are talking about the many crowns upon the head of Jesus. In the first part, I spoke about the crowns of his dominion. And today, I would like to speak to you about the crowns of his victory, the crowns of victory that are upon his head. We took the scripture out of Revelation 19, verse 12, where it says, and on his head are many royal crowns. Well, I would encourage you to read verse 11 all the way up to verse 16 of the book of Revelation chapter 19, but just taken that part from verse 12, upon his head are many royal crowns. Well, that just opens up so much to think about and to study about. As we study the different crowns upon the head of Jesus, well, we talked about the wonderful head of him, Jesus Christ, who suffered and died for us. You know, the crown of thorns that was there for you and for me, how he suffered and died, but also how he rose again out of that grave and conquered death and hell. Well, you know, the crowns of victory, let's speak about those crowns. The crowns of dominion that we spoke about, they were his by right. But you know, it's not only that he's wearing crowns that his father gave him as an inheritance that he received it by right, but he also has many crowns upon his head that he has upon his head because he has won many great victories. He was in many battles, you know, terrible battles as the enemy came against him, as the devil rose up against him, as every demon came against him, and even mankind rose up against him, and even the religious leaders, they were all against him. But you know, he had victory over each and every one of them, and it gave him many crowns upon his head. We view him as the son of man. Conquest has made him great. His own right hand, you know, has given him and won him many great triumphs. His first crown, and I pray that every one of us may wear this same crown, is the crown that he wears as he has overcome the world. May you and me also have a crown and receive the crown that we have overcome the world. He himself said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Oh, that verse, that it gives something to think about. He has overcome the world. So many times we feel weak and we feel that the world and all the things of the world, the forces in the world, the powers in the world, everything that's going on in the world, the burdens of the world, it kind of all overwhelms us. And many times we feel that it has defeated us, maybe some of those burdens of the marriage life, or maybe the troubles at work, it just defeated you and you feel like you're so defeated, maybe because of friends or family or because of neighbors or, you know, strangers around you. You can feel so overwhelmed and defeated. But, you know, don't feel like that today. You are a mighty conqueror in Jesus' name. He had victory over the world. And so also in his victory, we have the victory over this world. He has the crown upon his head of the victory 
over the world. The world said, we will not allow you to be known. And as a baby, they already tried to kill him. Many times he was threatened and they plotted and tried to kill him many times. They wanted to throw him off a cliff. They wanted to stone him. And so many other times you read how they came against him and they just wanted him to die and they wanted to kill him. But you know, when those things did not work and they were not able to kill him, the world changed its tactics and they came with cheers and they came with a crown and they said, we will make you our king. But you know, he did not come to be their king in that way. He did not come to come in that earthly way. He said, my kingdom is not of this world. The devil came and offered him all the kingdoms and all the riches of this world and said, I will give this all to you if you just bow down and worship me. It was so easy for the Lord to choose that path, but he did not come to receive the crown in that way. No, he came to suffer and to die in our place. He said, my kingdom is not of this world. He did not surrender when they came against him and wanted to kill him. He did not surrender when they offered him all the earthly glories and riches. He came and he persisted on the path that God set for him to give his life as a ransom for all. And he overcame the world. Not only the temptation of the devil in the desert, Jesus had to endure every shape and every size of trial. There is nothing that you and me are facing that Jesus did not face. There is nothing that we are going through that he did not already go through. There is no problem so great or so big, or he did not have to face those same or similar situations. But you know, he separated himself among the sinners. He was not part of them, yet he was in this world, but he was not part of the sinners. He was not one in that way. He became the son of man. Yes, he was so closely connected to our race by ties in ways that we could have never imagined God to come down and become a man. And yet he was so separated and so distinguished from all of mankind because he lived holy. He lived unblemished without sin. And he was obedient to the will of the Father. And he fulfilled the law, the complete law of the Lord. We may all imitate him in these things. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. We don't have to live the same lifestyle that this world is living. We don't have to remain a subject of sin. We don't have to live that same life that we lived when we were sinners. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. We have received the power to overcome the world. Oh, when the world is angry against us, we move forward in the same direction that God gave us to walk in holiness and purity. Oh, when the world tempts us with all these riches and glories and all kinds of earthly things that would entice us, we don't have to submit to them. Oh, in the name of Jesus, we will walk pure and holy. We will overcome the world. Hallelujah. Jesus overcame the world when it came in anger 
And when it came with all these earthly things that so many people bow for today, let us not bow for this world or the things of this world or the powers of this world. Let us bow for Christ and in his strength move forward. Jesus also wore the crown of victory over sin. Sin has been more than a match for creatures of every kind. Sin fought the angels and a third part of them fell. Sin defied the perfect Adam and soon overcame him, the first man that was created. Sin had a strong attack on Jesus, but sin found in Jesus his master. Sin came in so many different ways, so many different shapes, so many different forms, but in any way or shape or form that it came to Jesus, Jesus cast him down and conquered him. Hallelujah, my friend. There is no man that was able to do this. Every man fell because of the power of sin. Sin always knew how to come, how to change its form or its shape or the way it attacked. And every man fell because of sin, but not Jesus. He stood tall. Jesus overcame. That's why he has that crown of victory over sin. He cast down every shape and form of evil that came against him. And he is standing as conqueror with the crown on his head of victory over sin. Oh, when I think of him today, oh, my bleeding ransomer, my suffering savior, I just want to bow down for you, oh Lord, and worship you as you overcame sin on my behalf. Oh, you did not overcome it for yourself because you were without sin, but you overcame sin on my behalf. Oh, you destroyed his power in my life. Sin had a hold on me because of sin. Oh, I was doomed to go into eternity and to be tortured and in a terrible place, forever separated from my Creator, in darkness, in torment. But because of you, my great Savior, because of your blood that you shed for me, I am free. Hallelujah. I am free of the power of damnation. I'm free of the power of sin. I am no longer a slave of the devil. I'm no longer a slave of hell. I'm no longer in chains. I'm no longer destined to go to hell, but now I am destined to go to heaven and to be with my Savior forever and ever and ever. Oh, glory unto him. Can you shout with me a great hallelujah today for Jesus Christ, the Lord of all, who is wearing the crown of victory over sin. He is also wearing the crown of victory over death. He died, and in that dreadful hour, he overcame death. He destroyed the arch destroyer. Christ seized the iron limbs of death and grinded them to powder in his hand. Death swayed his scepter over all the bodies of men, but Christ opened the gate of resurrection for his redeemed. No man was able to conquer death. Death is too strong for every man. You know, no matter how much cream you put on your face or how much you sport in life or eat healthy, one day, someday, death is going to be knocking at your door. And no man has ever had the power to release the limbs of death over them. No, when death gets a hold of you, it's over, but not for Jesus. 
Jesus, he's wearing the crown of victory over death. He had victory over the grave, and he rose up out of that grave. And because of his resurrection, we also have that resurrection power. Oh, doesn't the Bible say that same power that was in Christ that resurrected him out of the grave is also alive in you? It's alive in me. It's alive in you. And so we also will conquer that death. Oh, it's only a door that brings us into the eternity with our Lord and Savior forever and ever. So Jesus, he is the Lord of the world. He is the king of sin. He overcame sin. He is the king of death because he overcame death. He is the king of Satan because he overcame the devil himself. Oh, he crushed Satan's head. He is the conqueror of all, and he's wearing all these crowns on his head, being the conqueror and the victorious one over all these things that man himself cannot conquer, cannot have power over. No man has the medicine or the power or the ability to conquer hell and sin and death, but Jesus, praise his holy name, conquered it all and conquered it on our behalf that we also may be more than conquerors through Christ that strengthens us. But is he also wearing the crown of victory over man? Is he also wearing your crown, the crown of your life? Did he conquer you? Was he able to reach your heart? Was he able to bring you to your knees that you surrendered yourself to him and gave your crown to him to wear as a crown of victory. He is wearing the crown of many sinners in the past who came against him. Think of the crown of Saul who became Paul. Oh, think of the other many crowns that he is wearing of those many people who came against him, but yet he conquered them and they surrendered unto him and they gave their crowns to him and he is wearing that crown. When we come to heaven, Will we recognize your crown on his head that he is wearing because he conquered your life? You know, it is so difficult to fight hell and the devil and darkness, but it's not much easier to fight the hearts of men. Oh, what a work to fight with the evil heart of men. He did not overcome us with evil, but with good. How difficult and hard that is for him. He loved us while we loved him not. He did not come with the hammer of the law, but he came with the cross of love and with mercy. He did not bring us to our knees by an iron hand forcing us to bow down, but he came with his nail-pierced hands showing us with those eyes of love how much he loves us and how much he is willing and how much he was willing to do for us to die for us because he loved us. And all that he did is because he loved us. And all that he does, he's doing because he loves us. Oh, hallelujah for his love. I am conquered by his love. It's his love that forced me, that brought me to my knees, that brought me to the point of surrender, and that made me to put off my crown and lay it before him and say, oh, Lord, you have conquered my mind. 
You have conquered my heart. You have conquered my inner man. I cannot resist you anymore. I cannot fight against you anymore. I must give myself to you. Oh, Lord and Savior, are you willing to accept me? Oh, what a grace. What a goodness that you are even willing to accept me. Oh, me, who am I? A sinner. Who am I? How can I make you more worthy? How can I make you more rich? How can I be of value to you? And yet you call me a pearl in your hand. And yet you call me so precious that you gave your life on my behalf on the cross. Oh, it's because of your love and your goodness. Oh, we kicked against him. Oh, we went against him. But yet he pressed on and he went forward and he moved until he could move our heart up to the point where we surrendered ourselves to him. And you know, it's not because he needs me as his subject. It's because he knows I need him as my king. I need him as my king. I need him as my Lord. I am lost without him, not just lost in eternity, but also lost in this life. It's because of Christ that I have the best life in this world. It's because of Christ that I am healthy and strong. It's because of Christ that I am happy and that I am so full of peace and that I'm so full of of zeal and of strength and of power to move forward in this world and in this time. Oh, yes, my dear friend, will you recognize one of the crowns on his head? to be your crown, that you surrendered unto him, that you gave to him, because he had victory over your heart and over your life. If not, oh, let it be so today. Give yourself to him today, and not in part, but fully and wholly. Oh, maybe you have given yourself to him in part, but today, how long are you going to resist him? How long are you going to fight against him to keep something for yourself that you feel is valuable, but yet it is becoming a hindrance between you and the Lord in your relationship with him. Oh, don't hold on to it anymore. Surrender it to the Lord of grace. Surrender it to the Lord of glory. Surrender it to the Lord of love. And I tell you, you will have the best life that you could ever have. Lord, I pray for those that need victory Lord, the victory will come when they will surrender themselves to you. I ask you right now, O great God and Father, see the work that your Son has accomplished for us upon the cross and the great love that he showed and displayed by giving and surrendering himself on our behalf. O move in the hearts of my listeners today. Move in their hearts, Lord and that they may feel your love and your goodness, that they may feel all that you have done for them, Lord, and that they will surrender themselves and give all their crowns, Lord, all of their whole heart, Lord, give it unto you, and that they will surrender themselves. And when they do so, oh, you will come into every part and area and aspect of their life, and you will bring blessing there. You will reign with power and with justice, Lord. You will reign in their life, and you will give them such goodness and such blessings in return for all the sadness and all the sorrow. Oh, Lord, I ask you today in Jesus' name, Do that miracle in their life as they surrender unto you today. Heal them, deliver them, set them free, Lord. Lift them up. Oh, bless them in every area of their life 
as they surrender unto you. Thank you, Lord, that you accept us and that you come and make all things new. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 